following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT cast, Scrub and Bank! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 66, the Halloween episode of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. Stank. Stank. Uh, how are you today? This is, uh, it's, it's weird. We're, uh, this is post first COVID Halloween. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely been a strange Halloween. Yeah. It was very weird yesterday specifically just with it being Halloween. Um, I mean, listen, there was no shortage of people I saw at Halloween parties, which was a real bummer. Um, right. But I mean, listen, you, you can't, you know, some people can't talk reason with them. It, it that that is what it is. Um, but yeah, very weird. Like, how did uh, um, how did you wind up spending your Halloween? Because I'll get more in depth later, yeah. a little later on how I, how I wound up spending Halloween. But what about yourself? Because we figured with this episode, uh, th- there is no guest. We figured we were just uh, amongst the normal chatter of like what's going on with uh, pop culture and shit. We figured we just make it a Halloween episode, talk a little bit about yeah. Halloween. Um, and so yeah, what, what was uh, Halloween for the Stankin family? Well, I gotta say, like Halloween is, I, I think, definitely my wife's favorite holiday. It's it's one of my favorites. Um, so <clears throat> originally we were gonna go to my my best friend's house. It was going to be me, my wife, my brother, and them. And then we were just going to have, you know, the ladies could drink, my brother could drink, but, like, me and my best friend don't drink that much. So, like, we would have had dinner and then maybe turn all the lights off, watch some scary movies, and then, you know, made it, make it, like, a nice low-key, you know, hang. But um, with the lockdown and everything, and, you know, we, we went back a, a phase in Illinois, it, it's probably not the best idea so we decided not to do that but um and and then like we don't normally get a lot of trick-or-treaters in our neighborhood it's a fairly established neighborhood with you know not a lot of people moving in and out so you're not getting a lot of kids right but like this last year we've noticed a lot of kids in the neighborhood skateboarding and riding their bikes and so we were kind of excited to like we you know we love handing out candy so, like, the one thing we did was, like, Annie and my daughter, we bought a ton of candy, like, like good, can- like, full bags of Skittles. We're talking, like, full candy bars. We're not skimping. And then to avoid maybe cross-contaminating everything, we bagged up, like, some of the smaller candies in, like, individual Ziplocs. Mm-hmm. So that way, like, people aren't just, like, digging and rooting around in the candy. It's like, you get a couple candy bars, you get a couple bags. And so we did that, and then we we set, like, our candy bowl at the end of the driveway. And then we sat at the top. We had a heater going. Uh, we took some pictures and everything. And then when they would come in, we'd say, you know, happy Halloween. Take take a couple of either and then, you know, move along. And so we actually had a decent amount of people coming in. So that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, it just – what sucks is that this is probably – this was like the nicest weather Halloween we've had in a long time. Oh yeah. For, for as long as I could remember, it's been pretty chilly. Like yeah, cold and drizzly. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's like last year was snowing, but yeah. this year, this year was a nice warm uh, fifty-seven Chicago. You know, it was fifty-seven <laughs> degrees out in Chicago, so it was as warm yeah. as it has been in, in, in more recent yeah. memory. Yeah, and it could have been like prime trick or treating, but like I will say, there we did have a lot of visitors, but like it was a it was several big like familial groups, you know, like they had like five kids or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't get a lot of units coming by. So, I mean, it kind of sucks. And this also was like the first year where my daughter didn't really want to dress up, uh, cause she's too cool for it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it was a weird Halloween. Um, I suspect the other holidays are going to kind of feel that way because, you know, we're at the time of the year where families like to gather. And it's probably the worst thing you could do. So yeah, like there's a lot of things going on right now about um, like Thanksgiving and how many people like are allowed in a house, or which I just I can't imagine how anyone could really enforce that. Right. You know, like how do you how do you enforce telling people they can only have X amount of people at their house without like having right. some sort of law enforcement in front of? Can you imagine <laughs> exactly, and it's just, it just doesn't work that way. It's not going to work that way. It's been I've been yeah. very curious too as as far as how like Black Friday is going to work because like I like, yeah well a lot of stores are taking the opportunity to say uh, you know well well one even up to like last year the trend was we're starting Black Friday Black Friday on like Wednesday <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and then it'll be Wednesday and then. Thursday in the middle of Thanksgiving and then Friday, I, I think a lot of stores are taking the stance of, you know, be with your families, you know, we're okay with it. And, you know, I don't know. We're probably gonna see a lot of good online deals though. I, I suspect. See, I, I don't know about yourself. I was always I, like, I've been a fan of just going to the mall when like for yeah. black Friday, because I don't know. It's just like, listen, don't get me wrong. I hate people. Like I hate right. being stuck in like a group of people. I hate crowds. Um, but I don't know. There's just always something weird where it's like it's three in the morning and this mall is packed. You know, Anna. because because normally it's just like you're only used to being there during the day. Some malls close like seven, maybe nine, ten occasionally, like a little bit later Christmas hours. But like being there late and just seeing all the commotion. I don't know. It's just. It's something fun about it. I mean, admittedly, I haven't done done that much so in years, like in the past few years. Uh, I did last year because uh, me and Paul, Paul Jameson, friend of the show. No, was it the year before that? It was either last year or the year before that. I was trying to impress a girl. Oh, so it would have been two years ago. Uh, trying to impress. I Long story. I, I think I've told it before on the podcast. But it, it is just like something about like going. And then I love... The one thing I do love, because I'm still a nerd and I still collect DVDs, is being able to go to like a Target or a Walmart and they're just like, hey, here are a bunch of $3, $4 DVDs. And yeah. I'm looking at my movie shelf right now and uh, there is, there's a good minor- majority of them that still have their plastic on them. So as you can tell, I'm very much just like impulse buyer where I'm like, yeah. Mm, might as well just buy them all and... It's your hoard. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know, maybe I do need two copies of fucking... Uh, gone girl you know it's just it's always one of those things um but no i I get what you mean with it being weird like it's pretty much been like a weird week for me in general 
you know i've an eventful week though eventful yeah eventful week. like it's i'm i'm pretty honest with everyone on here everyone who listens like this is usually my form of like therapy like don't get me wrong there are some weeks where like I'll talk about something that's like bothering me. And then when I'm like editing, I'm like, ah, I'm going to take that out. Nobody wants to hear about that. But no, definitely. Like I was like, I, I've been pretty like clear about it with my friends where I'm like, man, I've been like depressed all week. Um, yeah. yeah. Like it's, uh, it's, it's very much one of the, it was very much a uh, girl related woman related and very much one of those cases where um, I'm I guess I, I'm I'm very much known. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to word it without sounding like a pig, um, but with friends that uh, we have just casual relationships, I'm very sure. much known for being able to be uh, Mr. Cool Guy and just keep it casual, and you know, sort of know know where the boundaries are and not get attached. Let's let's put right. it at that. Um, so I fell in love on Tuesday. I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> and uh i've been pretty depressed about it since then you know like even uh even before this podcast there were some tweets put out about like oh i just want to be loved and in my head i was just like oh boy was i ready to get a u-haul up to wisconsin for you and i'm not talking about <laughs> jesse kohlenberg although yeah. i do love me some jesse kohlenberg um but yeah like i was just really fucking bummed out all week because of that like and I and I, honestly, I haven't gotten that like sad slash depressed like in a while. But it was very much one of those like, oh, I'm just gonna drive around listening to Freebird on repeat, and it's <laughs> like as melodramatic as it sounds, and like it's fine. Like I don't care. Everyone has their own different ways of like coping with like their own shit. Um, but then yesterday, yesterday was kind of where it like started to turn around. I would say um, yesterday was Saturday. And so we had posted the video or the video, um, our Halloween episode that we, we did with Vinny. We recorded an episode reviewing Idle Hands, which it's getting a lot of praise. Um, we recorded that and I posted it. And so when posting it, I tagged Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa, the star of Idle Hands. Some of you guys rem- might remember him from uh, the Final Destination franchise, from Little Giants. That's where I first met him. Uh, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's Stan, you know. He's Stan in in the the Stan music video. Um, <laughs> so I tagged him in it, not expecting a retweet or anything. Maybe a like. Like I figured, maybe he'll give us like a courtesy Hopefully. like. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. But no, he like he retweeted it and then like reposted it on his Instagram. And like I, I didn't notice at first till like our notifications were blowing up. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? Like, did did maybe cause for this month's crate there was like a little card with like, hey, follow us on social media and shit. Yeah. I was like, did everyone just now get their crates and like they're following us? Like, well, what, what's going on? And then I I saw I like immediately called you to tell you like Devin Sauer retweeted it reposted it, and through like a weird series of unfortunate events I I think I'm friends with Devin Sawa now, <laughs> which is just like so weird. Yeah, well, like the beautiful thing is like so. Hopefully, you guys have been following like our our little spooky movie saga because 
I think almost literally after every review we've done, we both looked at each other and said, wow, that was really fun. We're, I think we're, we're doing okay at this, right? So maybe we'll probably end up doing a bunch more, not just spooky stuff, but movies in general. But this last one was special because like, I mean, it was really the, the main reason why we wanted to do four movies because we wanted to get to this specific one on Halloween, right? And so we had our, our good friend Vinny, friend of the show, and at the end, after reviewing the entire movie, um, Vinny was like, hey, you guys, take some time out, and if you like these scary movies, go out and tell the people that are in them how much they mean to you because, like, with social media, it's easier than ever to get in touch with the people that, uh, you know, you love their art, you love their work. And a lot of times, especially in like the horror genre specifically, they've made something maybe in the eighties and then it becomes forgotten or you, you know, you watch it, but like no one ever tells them, wow, this really meant a lot to me. This really formed a lot of my opinions and like outlook. And so like we talked about it for like 20 minutes, treat these guys with some respect, go out and tell them how much you love them. And then like, you know, this was like our love letter to, uh, uh, idle hands. And then it reaches the main guy out there and he loved it. So, I mean, how cool is that? It's so cool. And like, listen, I don't for a second, like believe that he, he listened to it, you know, like it was probably not. I I don't, I'm not gonna think that he did that. But the Um, idea that he that we appreciated it enough. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, that was just, that's so cool. Like I, you know, we often talk about like anytime, anytime anyone leaves any sort of like feedback for one of our episodes, like I'll retweet it. I'll like it just because I'm, I mean, like, it's nice to be told, you know, how, how much you guys like our stuff. Yeah. Yeah. People that are listening, like Dave and I, we, uh, as silly as it seems to like, Oh, you're just doing a podcast. There's not that much work into it. Like there is a fair bit amount of work that we put into this as far as like us wanting this to, to sound as best as it can to look as best as it can. And to come off as professional as possible, you know, like I, <laughs> I had the conversation with Julio uh, this weekend, Julio and Juan. Um, I'll tell you where we had this conversation in a bit because I want to build up to that. Sorry where we were. Uh, but I we were having a conversation about Cousin Jeremy, uh, Cousin Jeremy, a friend of the show who like started his own podcast. And he does these ad reads that for the for the cryptic closet and it, they sound so much more professional than anything we've ever produced. You yeah. know, I was like, Jeremy's one ad re sounds more professional than all 66, 67 episodes uh, of the BWT cast. And it's fine. Like I didn't say it in like a malicious way or anything. It was just like, Oh, like I'm glad that my friend, like his thing sounds like that, you know? Cause I, I know he, that dude also works pretty hard. Like he was here earlier in the week, busting out like three, four interviews. So, you know, it's, it was awesome. But yeah, like it's, it's just cool to when, you know, acknowledge someone and which, you know, I guess I'll just, I get into that conversation now because it kind of fits with the theme of like being acknowledged and things like that. Um, as you guys can tell last week, I was just like, we might get an episode with Kevin Smith. Who knows? Uh, didn't get an episode with Kevin Smith. Uh, unfortunately I got a story to tell though. So that actually, it, it it's a little better um but 
uh, the movies pop-up was here in Chicago. For those of you who don't know what a movies is, uh, in the viewist universe, in the, the cinematic universe that Kevin Smith put together, you know, b- before, before Iron Man came out, uh, the only person that had a cinematic universe in the same vein as Marvel was Kevin Smith. You know, like he, all his movies connected. They were all like different characters. You know, you could have characters show up in different movies who had been featured in, in previous ones and it all kind of just connected and made sense. Um, and so the one connecting factor is the movie's restaurant. It just was like a parody of McDonald's. And they have a pop-up here uh, in Chicago at the St. Louis Assembly, uh, a restaurant here over in the Loop. And boy, was I excited to go. I got my tickets for opening day. I, and they had announced, Kevin announced that the following day, uh, yesterday, Halloween, they were going to be there in costume from 9 to 10. So, of course, I bought my ticket for that as well because I was like, I got to fucking see them. Um, right. So, first night, it was me, Julio, Juan, and Vinny that went. Uh, unfortunately they weren't there, but, uh, we were able to pick up our food. There was a bunch of merch. Like I, I picked up some signed merch too, that they had for like the same. They were just like, yep, it's the same price as the regular non-signed merch. So I was just like, Oh fuck. Yeah. So I picked up some, I picked up some goodies. Um, and you know, we all had the food. It was really good. Like I had the egg movie muffin, which if any of you guys have seen clerks Two. Like they're making it at the beginning of the movie, and to me, it's one of those things that it's always just seemed so delicious. Where I'm like, "Fuck, I gotta try that. I gotta try that." Uh, but no, it was fun. Like our first experience there, you know. Admittedly, I think the guys were like, I mean, myself included, bummed that Kevin wasn't there. But I was like, "Oh, it's fine. We're we're because we're going tonight to uh, the drive-in to see him perform uh, Jane Son and Bob Get Old," which we we're like, "Ah, oh, that's fine. We'll see him from afar." Plus, I also had the ticket for it yesterday for halloween so show up to the thing i i had a dilemma as well i had to because i was supposed to go to my sister's in-laws yesterday um which i again because of corona i just didn't really want to but begrudgingly i was like ah you know what my nephew is dressed as baby yoda and i've i've got to see the little fucker for myself um so i i was like i can't wear this blunt man costume because one it wound up being too big uh didn't fit me and it was big there's no pockets so i was like fuck all right well what other costumes do i have and i had to pull my young bucks costume out of retirement because uh it was the only other costume that i had you know like it was at that point like six o'clock saturday day of halloween like i wasn't gonna wasn't gonna go to the fucking go buy a ghost face costume you know like the simplest things that every fucking halloween store has so i got that um show up to the pop-up juan again the aforementioned juan who who works with us he just showed up in hopes of getting a picture with the guys um and it turned out in his favor because like showed up uh they were out there like recording a tiktok and then we're outside taking pictures with everyone and so me being me i i was always going to bring them some stuff the first time that i met them i brought them a bunch of like t-shirts you know like hey here's some stuff courtesy of pro wrestling d's um and same thing i brought them some t-shirts like uh stickers face masks and uh fanny devito fanny packs which i've not told Vinny yet but i'm excited to let him know that uh these two men are you know i gifted them fanny devitos uh and they were super cool about like, you know, I'm waiting in line, go up there. 
and they recognized me. Like they were just like, oh shit. They're like, yeah, PWTs, PWT cast. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we remember. And I gave him the stuff. I showed, and they were, I showed Kevin the tattoos. Like, no, he's like, I know who you are. And which was just like fantastic, awesome. Uh, I had a poster that I wanted to sign, but like the guy outside was like, no signatures. And Kevin's like, just go inside. He's like, I'll, I'll, I'll tag it up for you. Awesome right there. Like, I'm sort of just writing on a high from that. Right. And then once we get inside, uh, there's like the little merch area and I'm standing over there. Jason went outside for, I don't know what. So I didn't really get to talk to him much, but Kevin was there. He was signing stuff. He signed some for some people. And then I go up there and he hugs me and then immediately like apologizes. He's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was just like, dude, I was like, no, it's totally fine. Like, you know, um, but we sit there and we just, we start talking. He's, he's telling me how much he, uh, like, appreciates the, sh- the shirts that i got him how he's always wearing them how they're so soft he's like i'm always wearing my bubbly t-shirt he was like you know and he's like yeah all the other shirts you gave me they're so soft he's like you know thank you like thank you a lot and i was just like in my head i'm like shut the fuck up like you're just saying this to be nice and stuff uh then I, he's like oh here here you want me to tag it for you and he gives me the you know he pulls the the, the poster that that had you print this it's basically the uh um the episode title cards that we do. We just didn't have the Kevin Smith ones then because we were doing it differently. So long story short, you know, we talk a little bit and I get to tell him, I was like, Hey man, I'm like, it means a lot to me that you remember me. You know, it means a lot to me that you did that podcast with me. I was like, I've not stopped talking about it since then. And it's almost like a year to the day really, or about a week later. But you know, it's just, it's funny the way life works, how everything kind of just comes full circle and as we're sitting there talking, I'm telling him, I was just like, yeah, I was like, you know, I, it's basically my clerks because never in a million years that I think like when you and I started this podcast that like I would get to podcast with the king of podcasts, you know, right. however you feel about him, the man, you know, pretty much started the whole thing. Yeah. Him, Joe Rogan, like a yeah. few guys very early on kind of like help the podcast get started and as far as me he's the only reason i know of podcasts so right. i'm telling him this and he's like explaining to me he's like dude he's like no no, no. he's like you don't gotta say it. he's like man he's like we're contemporaries and i'm like shut the fuck up he goes no no no. he goes we're both podcasters he's like we're contemporaries he's like i'm no different than you and i and i was just like yeah but like you made clerks bro you know and he just laughs he's like well then you make a movie and i'm just like shut the fuck up and stop being so nice you know it was very much like one of those moments where he was just he was being super nice and my favorite part was that like so he signed the 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 thing you know alberto weird podcasters and then tagged his name i never told him my name you know like he remembered he remembered and that was that to me was like the coolest fucking thing because he meets so many people and the guy was probably high you know he's stoned for a lot of the time but that was awesome like that wasn't that's something that i have so many so much kevin smith signed memorabilia you know you gifted me this wonderful kevin smith hockey mask um i've got this poster right now from the event that that uh i've got so much kevin smith's shit signed you know it's very it's very easy to shop for me kevin smith sign it i'll probably like it um but yeah just like a bunch of shit and this to me we were talking about it yesterday probably is my favorite piece of anything ever that i own because one it's from the podcast but like right. two it's him like acknowledging you. acknowledging me 
you know, which is just like, "Mm, notice me, senpai. But it's just fucking awesome. You know, like, I don't like a lot of you guys are into specific things, you know, like, let's take Vivian, my best friend, Vivian. She's super into like horoscopes and shit. And I can only imagine if like the top horoscope person, whoever the fuck they may be, uh, like acknowledged her and was just like yeah we're both like really good at this you know we're both fucking uh really fucking good at this we're basically the same person yeah you know it's like that it's like oh imagine you're fucking just playing football and tom brady is like oh you know what we're just we're both on the same level sure i have some rings but it doesn't mean shit and it's just like it's awesome and i don't know to me it 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 very much kind of like got me out of my funk at least for a bit uh because it's just awesome you know like so many times you hear like don't meet your heroes don't meet your heroes and listen i've had that experience where i've met someone that like i worshipped as a kid and then i meet them and i'm like oh man yeah that sucked definitely not with him you know like every single time i've met him he's just consistently been cooler and nicer and it's just fucking awesome you know like i will support kevin smith until he's no longer with us because of things like this and even on into the afterlife probably exactly like listen i've got the man immortalized on my leg so my love yeah well and here's the thing too we talked about it you know on the phone yesterday it it's one thing like you know clearly you're a kevin smith fan and you'll buy memorabilia with him autographed and that's cool and it's cool to have a piece of that but like you know, things like the hockey mask I got you, you know, other people have that same item, but like for him to sign something that's a personal connection between you and him, you know, that the fact that one, like he was on the list when, you know, we first talked about starting doing this podcast. And then when you had like the, the smallest sliver of a chance to do it, you shot your shot. Right. And you, you nailed the bullseye. And then a year later, he's like, yeah, I remember you. And thanks for the things you gave me. And let me sign this thing that's a like a personal connection that you have with him that no one on the planet has. You know, it's this little sacred object for you that, uh, you know, it means something to you more than it could mean to anyone else on the planet. I mean, I, to me, that's like the coolest amount of, you know, I don't necessarily believe in like karma or anything like that but like just just the fact that you spoke it into the world and now you have something commemorating it is like the coolest thing to me it's definitely like listen i am someone who uh am just very much about like shoot your shot and try and get it done like i like i didn't grow up i didn't grow up with parents that had money so if there was something that i like once i i was fortunate enough to like have money if there was something that i wanted to do that i couldn't do it was small as like i don't know like have my own apartment or travel traveling to me was a luxury like we didn't go anywhere we went to six flags in gurney mills which was an hour away and once we went to Wisconsin Dells and it fucking sucked. You know, like we didn't go on vacations like that. We didn't, you know, which like, listen, and this isn't like a woe is me. My life was terrible. Not at all. I loved my childhood growing up, but there was a lot of like just things that we didn't get to do. 
and or, or so because of that i'm just like yeah yeah if i can do this i'll fucking do it um yeah. like i mentioned you know i mentioned my my uh my beautiful wisconsin uh girlfriend that got away uh her along with like other girls that like i've dated before in the past and stuff way out of my league and i don't even really believe like out of your league like clearly like if you, like I listen i look at myself and i i think i'm like fucking the toxic avenger i i in my head i look like sloth from the goonies you know but, I, I agree you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know but it's like that's how everyone is in their head and yeah so i've always pretty much just been like i've never i've never believed like oh this person's out of your league because i'm just like oh yeah motherfucker like look at me go fucking charm this person and this is sometimes it works sometimes it fucking doesn't but the thing is you just you gotta fucking try you know like yeah and that's very much the case with with like most of my life most of how i've been living like the past few years because for a few years i felt my life was pretty complacent and like it was a lot of i wish i could do that or i wish i could have that and a lot of the times it's just do it just try put it out there because you know like if if you don't i don't know exactly how to work. like if you don't fucking put that energy out there like i'm also not really like a karma person you know like because i feel like at a certain point it's just like well do something nice and then you'll get a reward eventually which just can be chalked up to circumstance or like oh no it's- not only that too but like it conditions a lot of people to do things and expect a, re- a reward response. You know what I mean? Like, if you do this, mm-hmm. just be a good, just be a good person, and let the chips lie where they may. And so, but yeah, like we we've been telling people too, like do the same thing we did. I mean, not that we're like gigantic success success stories or anything, but like I mean, listen, there's people out there yeah. doing the exact same thing we're doing. <laughs> yeah, and, and when we say, hey, if you want to go do something, do it. Don't be pastiche. Don't just copy someone's idea wholesale. Like if you, if you've got something that you feel that you need to do that doesn't exist in the world, go do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't be a copycat. Yeah. Be an original. Exactly. But no, I mean like I'm telling you that, that experience was just like really fun because again, just like very weird. Like I've, I, I don't remember the last time that I actually like celebrated, celebrated Halloween. It probably, pictures came up it was like some sort of like halloween party like a few years back at like paul and anthony my my friends paul and anthony at like their they lived in this like giant industrial loft and that was probably like the last time i did something like for halloween because um like the last like i was dating a girl for a while and every halloween there'd be a huge fight and we would wind up doing nothing for halloween uh, but it was fine because I'd make her buy the costumes because I knew, you know, I was going to get some use out of them. But um, no, yeah, again, so very much I was, you know, dep- depressed about my uh, my big titty anime girlfriend uh, not not being my girlfriend. Because, listen, I, I, I told you how all I heard was wedding bells, you know, when yeah. when this when this beautiful person you thought you'd never have a chance with gives you a chance and then starts singing the Digimon theme song to you. All I heard, I, all I heard was wedding bells. I was just like, well, uh, still time. 
there's still time, you know? I was just like, oh, uh, hello, U-Haul. Can you get a truck up here now? Um, yeah. You know, but, like, it went from that to, like, holy shit, Devin Sawa uh, and Kevin Smith. Um, so it's also, and, and I posted about it, like, on my uh, on my Instagram timeline. Like, I, I love, listen, and I know some people who follow me might get, like, annoyed with it. I love the, like, ask me random question thing. Yeah. Because some people are, like, pretty creative with their questions. Like, every now and then, you'll get some, like, what's it like working at Pro Wrestling Tees? Which, hey, maybe you don't, maybe, you know, you haven't followed me for so long, or maybe you don't listen to the podcast. Maybe you're just genuinely interested. And that's fine. I'll be more than happy to answer those. But, like, sometimes people ask, like, random shit, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I'll try to be a little cheeky with some of those, too. Um, But someone was like, oh, what's... um, like what's like the best life advice that you've learned and it's for sure it's always almost always the same answer where it's like uh your expectations are never gonna line up with reality just as far as anything and like i always go back to there's a scene in this movie 500 days of summer um this specific scene i'm not sure if you've ever seen 500 days of summer have you oh yeah and then then you know what i'm talking about there's a specific scene that it's shot really beautifully where uh joseph gordon levitt shows up to zoe deschanel's apartment and in his mind, like this is this is gonna lead to them getting back together. Yeah, you know, they're gonna fall in love. He's gonna sweep her off her feet. They're so, gonna be laughing at each other's jokes all oh, night. It's gonna be the best. So yeah, the way it's shot is there's a left the, the frame to the left and then the flame frame uh, frame to the right. The one on the left says expectations. The right is reality. So, and the one on the left starts earlier. The expectations, you know, what are just. And it just shows, you know, him showing up. He gives her this gift, sweeps her off her feet. You know, they're they're kissing and drinking and all laughing it up with all her friends and just all this cute shit that he thinks is gonna happen. But on the right, you see like what's really going on. Where like she kind of shows up and it just gives him like, hey, like a nice little friendly hug, and it's like, oh, cool, thank you for this gift. Kind of just sets it off to the side, and he's like. Yeah, he's pretty much, like, being ignored and, like, drinking and making these really, like, horny jokes to, like, her friends who are kind of just, like, well, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, And, like, that always, like, struck to me, like, stuck out to me because how many times in your life are you just, like, oh, man, I know exactly, like, I'm going to work on this project, like, for you. How many times have you designed a t-shirt and been, like, this is going to be the next Bullet Club. Everyone's going to wear it. Oh my god, yeah. my best piece of work. And then, you know. Yeah. Like even for us, there's been some episodes we've recorded where it's just like, holy shit, everyone's gonna love this. And then maybe it doesn't get the attention that it should. I mean, for whatever reason. You know, it's like it's fine. Like it's that's not what we do it for. We don't do it for the downloads. Um But it is always just like, oh yeah, just never expect anything but be ready for everything. If that like you know, as as Bruce Lee-ish as that sounds, just um, and just kind of always just be ready for shit. Like don't don't expect anything, and even with like karma, you know, don't go living your life being nice to people because you think you're gonna get a reward for it. Right. Um. <laughs> very. We're about like halfway, and there's been very little like Halloween talk. Well, I guess there was some up front. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? Uh, let, we'll get into some news, and then we'll fucking get into some Halloween stories because, uh, you know, why not? Um, and there's actually not that much news 
anyway um the first first off i wanted to start with uh also these uh this the news section actually brought to you by the sponsors of the pwt cast we of course got the wonderful people over at freelance wrestling use promo code freelance at iwtv get a free 20-day trial um we've got the wonderful people over at m3 toys who they've got their uh if you're in the city of chicago like the fucked up boxes the fungo pops i went and picked myself up some uh you know, so if you're looking for some cheap pops, head over to M3 Toys. They've got other toys as well, NECA figures, all the good stuff. And use promo code PWTCAST to get a whole 10s 10% off. Uh, we've got uh, the boys over at Gorilla Publishing. If you're in the mood for, for a new comic book, head over there. They've got tons of fun books. And then last but not least, we've got uh, the aforementioned Cryptic Closet, the home of the Fanny DeVito Fanny Pack, along with other uh, punny horror themed t-shirt so go over there and, and check out their stuff use promo code pwtcast to get yourself a whole ass 20 percent off um now dave uh, we've been talking about this dr strange movie god knows how long um, and we're excited holy we are so excited for it especially just because the whole multiverse thing it just keeps sort of just adding up and more people are being added etc etc well I wasn't aware of this, but it, it came up earlier in the week. It was like Monday, Tuesday. And I was seeing kind of make like the, the dirt sheets for movies. Um, but there's a rumor that Hugh Jackman, Logan himself, uh, will be appearing in some shape or some way, shape or form uh, in this next Doctor Strange movie. Um, whether or not it comes to fruition, uh you know, it's that's still to be determined. But uh, what are your feelings on that? Well, I I personally feel like one. If there's any movie that could make like these little fan fiction nuggets that we keep getting true, it would be the Doctor Strange movie. One and two. If there's any benefit we can get out of this whole quarantine thing where no one's going to the theaters, these really big movies are not being released on time, on schedule, it's that you have so much more time to put as much fan service as you can in these movies now, right? Like, how great is it going to be when, you know, a vaccine hits or, you know, we finally flatten the curve completely and we can start going out and enjoying the things we honestly we took for granted, but um, and then we go and we watch Doctor Strange on the big screen, and all these beautiful little secrets that we've been hearing about are true, and we get to like, you know, it might be corny and it might be a little too much, but like, imagine the pure joy we'll have watching something like this, and so um, I'm excited and I'm I'm glad that the Marvel Brain Trust has a little more time to kind of. Not, not even just for Doctor Strange, for the whole lineup. You know, you got things like, you know, in this shitty year, we lost Chadwick Boseman. So we got to figure out how do we tastefully deal with that. But also, you know, the world moves on. And how, how do we honor him? And how do we make sure that his legacy moves forward in the Marvel Universe? Um, and then you got all the other movies stacked up. Like, you got you got a little more time to make it even better. Put it, you know, bake it in the oven a little longer. So... I'm excited. Um, it sucks that we have to do without now, but I'm going to consider that day that we go in the theaters our, our cheat meal day, and I'm going to gorge. You know? No, definitely. Like I'm, 
I'm someone who anything Marvel puts out, I, like I am there. Admittedly, I've I've never cared for the Black Widow, so didn't really care for her movie. You um, weren't crushed. No, yeah, like because I mean, even like I remember, like Captain Marvel is probably my second least favorite right after iron man three like i to me there's no defending iron man three it is hot garbage as far as i'm concerned yeah, and i will great. and i will argue with anyone till i'm fucking blue in the face because it's just not a good movie you know agree to disagree if you think otherwise you don't need to tweet me and then then tell me i'm wrong or whatever i just i i don't care um but like, myself either what's up i'm not a big fan of uh, iron man 2 myself so See, and like, this is like a weird thing with Iron Man 2 because I was working at the movies when that came out. I probably have seen it like a hundred times. Like, I'm not, you know, like, I mean, obviously hyperbole, but I've seen it so many times that I've just like, yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. Like, I, I understand in the grand scheme of things, like, it is not good, but it's definitely one of those just like, well, I know it like the back of my hand because I kind of had to as far as like I had to know when to go in and clean up the auditoriums. Um, plus, it also features that like cool sequence where he puts on his suit when he's fighting Whiplash for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. But uh, like Captain Marvel, I remember going to see. I wasn't like big on Captain Marvel. Like I, I'm not it's just like the way they've portrayed her in the comics these last few years. It's like it almost feels very like hey man like we know we got some fucking making up to do with like our women characters not being written the strongest so we're just going to in wrestling terms like over push captain marvel yeah you know and i don't know maybe maybe they just need like a new writer for her or maybe i just haven't been reading the right stuff i mean let me know if, if there are some like really good captain marvel stuff um but yeah like wasn't a big fan of the movie even with this black widow one wasn't really looking forward to it um i don't know but like you're saying you hate women uh, what i'm saying is i hate women they shouldn't be in movies uh no like you know more white white men superheroes (laughs) more white men right why can't no but i why can't matthew mcconaughey be black panther i do get what you're saying though because there there tends to be listen have Women gotten a fair shake in the movie industry, especially like the superhero industry. No, and we'll be the first to admit that. But then there's also you could overcorrect a little bit, and then you know the the same people that you're trying to get on your side, they'll roll their eyes and be like, "Oh, we get it," you know. And and like they they even touched on that in one of our favorite shows, The Boys, right? Like it was a very calculated, yeah, we're gonna do this whole girls campaign. It was just very manufactured and then at the end we got a really good scene where the girls were just kicking the ass out of uh stormfront and mm-hmm. we're like all right that's that's organic you know so i get what you're saying no yeah it's so that's why i was just like oh okay like whatever but i mean i'm at i'm at the point with the mcu where it's like listen even if i don't care for this black widow movie like they're using it to set up the thunderbolts you know, yeah. it's all but been like confirmed. They're using it to set up the Thunderbolts. Very much the same way they're like all movie most movies now it's like are set up something, which is fine. Like I'm I'm okay with it. Um but yeah, I'm just I'm excited for it. You know, another Marvel property that I'm actually really fucking excited for now is Moon Knight, and that's because they've cast their Moon Knight in uh, the form of Oscar Isaacs. 
I yes. love Oscar Isaacs. Anything I see him in, he's fucking great. Like he should have done more more as Poe Dameron in uh, the Star Wars franchise. Um, I, I recently saw Inside Lewin Davis, which really is just him acting for like two hours. Um, really good actor. I don't know much, admittedly, about the character of Moon Knight, but the stuff that I have seen and have read, I'm like, okay, that seems like pretty cool, pretty interesting. I'm excited for it because, again, like he is he's a great actor. And well, like, and, and Moon Knight, the character seems to be, and I'm just like you, I don't have that much of a fandom background when it comes to Moon Knight, but like, he always seems to be the one character that everyone yells from the rooftops, like, let's get some Moon Knight. Where's Moon Knight? Where's Moon Knight? Like, you always see that whenever any like superhero project is announced. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he clearly means a lot to a lot of people. So, hopefully, they do it right. And hopefully, this is his second chance at being a a good depiction of something in a superhero movie as opposed to being apocalypse which was horrible Oof. it was the worst thing i've ever seen yeah i oh god don't even don't even get me started on those later x-men so, movies i yeah maybe he'll overachieve on this one which i hope he does like it's i yeah. feel i i feel like Based on, like, his, you know, like we mentioned, him being fucking uh, Apocalypse, like, he'll want to take the second bite at the apple, take it a little bit more serious and crush it. Because we've seen people do that, you know? Look at Chris Evans. The man was uh, uh, Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm. And he was a good Johnny Storm. I, I thought he was good. Like, I am very Yeah, I thought I, he was perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed him as Johnny Storm. And then got the second bite at the apple at Captain America. And I'm just like, fuck yeah. Go for it. Back up the park. Yeah. Um, well, but, Apocalypse, Apocalypse wasn't his fault. I don't think. Like, no. I don't listen. I don't. I don't blame any of those guys for those shitty movies. It's Simon no. Kinsberg and Fox, and you know. Well, and, it, and it's just like you know, we watched um, that David Arquette documentary, and DDP says, "So WCW contacts you and says you're going to be WW, WCW world champion, and you're going to turn it down." Yeah, right. And so, like, yeah. I feel for if if Fox is like, hey, you want to be in a superhero movie? You're gonna say yes, mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, let's let's kind of switching franchises because we are still gonna get some Halloween stuff very quickly. Mandalorian. We so good, so good. We should we do the spoiler? It's it's still a little early, so, okay, so I wouldn't. we won't yeah. talk spoilers. But very good. Listen, this episode had Timothy Oliphant in it, which I love that. Like, I don't know if it's like, it's like a thing now. Where he's just being typecast as like Marshalls because I know he was in yeah. that show Justified. But like the last, the last three roles that I I can off the top of my head name was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's in Fargo as a Marshall, and then he's also yeah. in fucking, uh, and this as like the Marshall of the town. Which is fine. Like he plays the role excellent. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about what else yeah, he does it, in that movie. It, it's it's hard to say without spoiling, but I will say. Um, so you and I are both fans of Eurovision. Mm-hmm. He was, but yeah, yeah, ding dong. Yeah, yeah, ding. He was sporting uh, the Pierce Brosnan silver fox look. I was like, wow, that looks really good on him. Like he he's looking sharp with the uh, you know he's got the 
the goatee and the silver hair. I was like, that's a good look, bro. Oh yeah. I was like, almost where I was just like, Ooh, this guy could be Reed Richards. Like yeah. he looks so good, but no, it was really, it was like, I skipped the recap at the beginning where it's like, do you want to fucking, I'm like, I don't need a recap. I, I should be fine. And it pretty much did just pick up from last season. Yeah. Yeah. It felt, and this one, luckily this episode was longer. It was like 15 minutes longer, but it didn't feel longer. If that makes any sense. No. Well, cause we've been waiting for it for so long. Um, and we just want so much of it. The, the one thing I will say without, and this doesn't really spoil stuff. We're, we're starting to hear more, uh, vocalizations from the child. Mm-hmm. He's doing, he's doing a lot more cooing and, uh, you know, little, little, you know, I, I don't want to call it baby babble, but he's, he's babbling a little bit and it's the most adorable thing ever. Oh yeah. They are, they are for sure upping the cuteness on uh baby Yoda this season, but yeah, it, it was really fun seeing Timothy Oliphant. Um, the character he plays is apparently a character from the Clone Wars. Uh, oh. And I haven't seen, like, it's just so much. People are like, come on, you got to watch all nine seasons. And I'm like, what? Nine yeah. seasons? I'm like, ah, uh, no thank you. I'm like, I'll just rewatch The Leftovers. That's only three seasons. Um, but Oh, the, the other thing I want to say, too, without spoiling so i'll be as vague as i possibly can be there's characterizations of some characters that you've seen in the star wars universe that i mean i guess i can't say humanizes them but like you you understand them more than you normally would have Mm -hmm. when they appear you know in other star wars properties um you're you're, you're talking about the jar jar bink scenes right yeah when like all the gungans come out and Mm -hmm. then jar jar reveals that he has been a Sith the whole time, and then you're like, well, the Sith, you know, and then he explains it. Yeah. Oh, so, so, sorry, guys. Spo- spoilers on Jar Jar Binks, if you guys didn't want to know. Yeah. Ah, fuck. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, really great episode. Um, a lot of times with shows like this, you worry about, like, the sophomore slump, and maybe are they overthinking it, and are they messing with the formula too much? Not at all. This, I mean, this episode holds up with just about any episode of the first season and uh, really sets the tone. So I loved it. And listen, there were, there were a ton of callbacks to every, like so much star Wars. Uh, One of my favorite, I'm going to fucking say it. I'm going to say it. I don't care. Pod racing. There was there's a pod racing. There's a very big pod racing reference, very specific pod racer reference super happy when i saw that i was like holy shit <laughs> yeah i was just like no no uh but yeah we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk next week um about the specific spoiler for this episode because yeah it is we'll let you catch up yeah it is a big thing so we'll talk a little bit a little <sighs> bit more in depth about it then um but yeah like it's uh it's started off pretty fucking good and i'm I'm pretty excited what comes next. Um, yeah. With that being said, let's let's talk a little bit about Halloween. We've been almost on here for like an hour now, and not really mentioned it much. Um, so we, well, like I mentioned, like dressing up. You know, I was like, I had to pull the Young Bucks costume out of retirement. Actually, I believe I said I don't know if I actually mentioned what I pulled out of retirement. Um, I had to pull the old spandex out because it was the only other costume that I fucking what? had. How did it fit? Uh, it fit okay. It fit good. Yeah. I was just like, I've definitely gained weight since I was first like fitted for it. 
Um, yeah. It felt fine. Years. Yeah, I've, I've not had it in years. I felt fine, and uh, it was the the only thing that sucks about about it. And I can totally tell why Matt and Nick have since changed uh, their jackets. Is the fucking tassels? It's just like a tangle and everything. Like a tangle huh? and everything. I get why they do vests now. I'm like, oh, that's so much smarter, so much easier. Um, but I love that costume, and I don't know. Maybe I'll wear it again. Who knows? Uh, but like, what are some what are some costumes you remember having before? Because I think it's interesting with you because you mentioned like you were pretty religious growing up, and so like you weren't. I, I at least I can only imagine you you really probably weren't dressing up as a kid, right? You you know what's weird is that so yeah, we were really religious. Um I did go trick or treating, but it, it was more of like a secret thing. Like if anyone at the church found out we would have been like you know I don't want to say ridiculed, but actually I'll I'll tell a story too where I was ridiculed, but um no, but like when I was a kid I remember having like a really cheap Voltron costume where it was, uh, it was the big mech with the cats, but you know, instead of like, like now kids have like full padded suits. This was like a plastic, like poncho that went over with graphics printed on it. And then you had like the black cat as the leader. So I had like a, like a hat that sat on top and then they had some like pinned features that you could pin onto it. It was really crappy. Um, to be honest with you, I don't remember that. Ma- I do remember going trick or treating late, but I, I don't remember many of my costumes. To be honest with you, but when, when I was a teenager, and we told the story for your friends' podcast, for yeah, for, um, for a friend of the show, John Cena for the for the zombie pod, he had a, a yeah, just, yeah, a, a podcast it was basically just a giant amalgamation of a uh, of some stuff, but some um, Halloween stories, yeah. So we. We did like a 10, 15 minute thing on it. And I told a story. Well, that same year. So um, if you guys listen to that, I, I dressed as the crow, which we're talking like 1997, 1998-ish. So everyone was dressing as the crow. Um, but I had a really nice like black trench coat and shit. And then um, this was in Elgin. And in my uh, in my subdivision, our pastor moved in. Now, this guy is a really big, like, if anyone knows, like, independent fundamental Baptist churches, they you got a preacher that's, like, yelling and screaming, and he's he's talking about hellfire and brimstone, and, you know, it's really animated. It's, it's kind of like the polar opposite of a Catholic church where there's a lot of formality and stuff like that. But, again, at this time, we're, we're against trick-or-treating, but I'm a rebellious teenager, and he's driving down the street, and he sees me. And I was like, oh, no. And I was like, oh, wait, I, I've, I've got face paint on. He doesn't recognize me. So that, uh, that Sunday we go to church, and he's talking about how evil Halloween is. And he goes, you know what's funny? I was driving down the neighborhood, and I saw one of our one of our former students prancing around going, twinkle, 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 twinkle. <laughs> like my dad was there, and he was laughing, and – I didn't say a word. I knew he was talking about me and I knew he knew it was me. And, uh, like years later, uh, this is a little morbid, but like my dad was, he, he was dying of cancer. I don't mean to laugh at that, but like we're in there and we're just, we're just joking. And I'm trying, you know, we're trying to, I'm trying to cheer him up. Cause like, you know, he's getting weak and he's tired and stuff. And I'd go in and see him and we, you know, 
we're a really morbid joking family. Like he lost a lot of weight from it. And I was like, man, I was like, I need to get a little bit of what you're getting. (laughs) (laughs) And like, he would laugh. And then I was like, Hey dad, I got a secret. I want to tell you. And he's like, what? And I was like, remember, remember when we were in church and, uh, preacher was talking about seeing some kids trick or treating and, in the neighborhood and he's like yeah and you remember when he's making fun of of the guy going took a tweet it's like yeah that was, that was me and he just died laughing because like the whole church was wondering who who is it that he could be talking about and so um yeah not, not a very exciting story but. no 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 it's funny it's funny because like what a weird like like i i, I can't imagine like i can't imagine you walking down the street going tweet you know like uh, so I tweet, but he acted like I was skipping with like a like a pumpkin bucket or something. I was just walking around. I was like, "Oh my god!" But yeah. the the weird thing is, since then the church they they've been doing like half Halloween stuff. Like they're calling them harvest parties, and then you go and you dress up as Bible characters, and then they give it's basically church trick or treat. And I'm like, "What the hell?" And then now you know I have friends that were my age. You know, for, you know, from when I went to school there and when I went to church, it's great. Everyone's going Halloween trick or treating now. I guess it's not a big deal. So I, I guess I was a pioneer in that. Yeah, like I. So growing up, my neighbor, my next door neighbors, they were Jehovah Witnesses, mm-hmm. and they were like super religious. Like, yeah, I remember like one time my neighbor was over our house and we were watching Power Rangers. And she got up and fucking ran for it. And we're just like, whoa, we're like, well, what's wrong? What's wrong? And she was just like, I'm not allowed to watch this. And we're like, uh, okay, like, what the fuck? Like, why? And she was just like, I, I can't, like, I, I can't watch this. My mom's not, I'm, I'm not, and she just ran home. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, what happened? And it was just one of those things where she was just like, yep, not, uh, not allowed to watch it. So it was very, like, weird. You know, because again, yeah. to me, I was like, "What's well, this Halloween?" But, um, yeah, like, I remember, I, I remember my, the first costume that I can like vividly remember wanting to be was Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Like, and I don't, yeah. I it would have for sure had to have been just based off the movie, like the what the movie's like nineteen ninety seven movie, mm-hmm. um, because I hadn't played the video games, like I didn't. You know, I didn't yeah, have back it. That fever was running strong too. Yeah, and like I, I didn't have it. I, I knew I didn't have it. Um, but I, I imagine that's probably where it came from. You know, so yeah. I remember getting the Cosmo Scorpion and telling my aunt, I was just like, "Can you paint my eyelids white?" <laughs> I was like, "Can you paint them white so that?" You know, I can look like him when I close my eyes. I didn't have glasses then, but I was just like, you know, can you do it? She's like, oh, okay. And like, I'm, I have my eyes closed and like I open them and she painted white circles around my face, like almost like a, like I look like a fucking raccoon. And I was just like, what? Like, what is this? Like, everyone's going to make fun of me. Oh my God. Cause like my neighbors, one of them was Sub Zero. And I think the other, I think Christian might have been Raiden. They were definitely yeah. like Mortal Kombat characters, you know? So I was just like, oh, my God, you're embarrassing me. And so, like, I went and, like, I took it all off. But then because I did that, it looked like I had been crying. So by the time I went to, like, go meet up with my friends, they were like, "Did were you just crying? And I'm like, no, no. 
I wasn't crying. It was me. And oh, like I just remember that being one of those like horror stories. But yeah, like I remember, I remember you know being Scorpion. I, at one point, I was a Red Power Ranger. I know I only know that because I have like a photo of me dressed as a Red Power Ranger, uh, the Mighty Morphin Ranger, of course. Yeah. And then for a while, I was just more into masks, like because it it, it started to get like a little chilly sometimes. And it was also so like after fourth grade at our school, like because like if you were up in any grade up to like fourth grade, you would basically like walk around the school. There's like a Halloween parade. Everyone just showing off their costumes and shit. But after the fourth grade, they didn't let you dress up for whatever reason. I don't know. I always thought it was kind of silly, but I mean, whatever. Uh, So after that, I kind of just stopped like buying costumes because i was like well it doesn't even really matter like i think the last costume i remember is i was Yu-Gi-Oh, like i was yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh, um which is really embarrassing and i've destroyed all photo evidence since then like <laughs> I've, I've i'm not even joking as much as i love Yu-Gi-Oh, i would not let i would not let you see that photo of me and you know like i love you you're one of my best friends i yeah I, it's <sighs> very embarrassing not, very dark times yeah, I'm gonna search for it. <laughs> I mean, where would you search for him? I, I destroyed all the, you know, they were all like photos in my parents' like fucking photo book. Uh, it's somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, so I, I think that's like the last time I remember. And then it pretty much wasn't until like I started dating, and where girls would be like, "Let's get like matching costumes," that I would put myself in costumes, and like I, I, I have had Doc Brown. Uh, I talk about like I was the Joker wrestling costumes at that point too like i was because i was in rest i wasn't into wrestling then but like by then i was like into wrestling so i was able like i was cm punk kevin owens there was one week where i came into work every single day i came in as uh cm punk kevin owens mcfoley shinsuke nakamura Mm -hmm. uh, and i can't remember the fifth one but it just every single day i came in a different costume i also came in like as doc brown because i randomly bought a doc brown costume once so like as i've gotten older halloween's definitely been more of a thing more of a tradition for me like my first apartment that i have like i have this house decoration now like outside of my bedroom door there's like a one of those old door knockers and it's a skeleton um it was just like a decoration i took my nephew i used to take him every year halloween like decoration shopping and he was just like hey he's like hey beto he's like you can get this if you want i was like oh thank you he goes yeah you can put it outside your door so people know you like halloween and i was like all right fuck it and like to this i've carried it you know that's it's almost been five years since i've had that fucking thing and i will for sure never get rid of it because it has more sentimental value than anything um but yeah, like as far as costumes, I think, uh, and like, I guess my best costume, if I had to say, um, I was, I was a day man once one year. I, I don't think, I don't know if you were working there yet. I was randomly the day man once and I purposely waited till everyone was already in costume. This is when I lived next door. And then I just like ran into the fucking, the, uh, the back room going, ah, like singing the song and everyone, yeah, everyone fucking lost it. Uh, but I think the Young Bucks costume, I guess, would be the best because it was actually custom made and um, yeah, it's like it's pretty spot. Yeah, it's pre- it's the actual fucking costume that they wear, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like ooh, I I and 
you need to get into this story because you dug and you told it on the zombie pod. Uh, what what sort of fuckery did you get up to when you were a kid? So, so that same year, uh, um, well, me me and my best friend, we've gotten into lots of trouble, like legal trouble, you know, jail trouble. Like we're just like <laughs> electricity and water. We probably shouldn't be together, especially like when we were younger. But like we were really into ninja stuff like uh like bear claw claws that you could climb up with trees uh the gear uh and i think i i mentioned this like my best friend even had like a, a grapple hook on a rope that we would like try and catch his chimney and climb up the side of his house and uh so that year i was the crow and then he was a ninja he had a full ninja outfit with like the tabby boots like the split toed shoes and uh you know like the face mask and stuff like that ninja stars the whole you know nunchucks and uh we're going around and then one year it was in the subdivision they were doing a lot of construction and uh we were bored and we waited till it was nighttime after all the trick-or-treating was done and we figured we're in the suburban subdivision and they got all these pumpkins that they don't need anymore. It's not Halloween. So we would go and, you know, if they had jack-o'-lanterns or sometimes full uncarved pumpkins, we would take them. And by now it's like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And we would haul it as hard as we could on top of their roof. So like the jack-o'-lanterns were kind of squishy anyway, so they would explode. But some of these bigger gourds would bounce like so it would hit the roof and go donk 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 and then it would hit the ground and then we would laugh and we would run across the street and hide and like you'd see all the lights turn on and like a dad would come out with a baseball bat like what's going on and then he'd be like ah they fucking smashed my pumpkins and then we would laugh and then they would go and we would wait for the lights to turn off and then we would go literally to the next house and do the same thing and so we probably did this maybe five six seven times and uh as we're going down the block we see this guy he's got like a big like ford expedition and he's got a flatbed trailer with ba uh bales of hay and like some pumpkins on it and clearly he was doing like hay rides around the neighborhood in this and so we got the great hey hey i know how to take a, a hitch off so we popped this flatbed trailer off and then I was giving my friend a ride on it, like a rickshaw. Like I would pull it and he would surf on it, like in his ninja costume. And then we would take turns and we're just going down the middle of the street with this, these hay bales and things. And as we were doing this, we started hearing several cop cars, like sirens coming and we're like, Oh shit. So we just left this flatbed trailer full of hay and we ran to the construction site. Now, there was like one tree, like a big tree kind of like off the sidewalk and we climbed up it because there was like literally no place to hide. Um, we felt pretty confident that we were, we were hidden even though most of the leaves had fallen because he's dressed like a ninja and I'm dressed like the crow in a long black trench coat. So like these cop cars are driving down the neighborhood and they're, you know, clearly one of these six or seven houses that we smashed their pumpkins called the cops or they were neighbors and they called each other and said, there's some hooligans out there. So we're, we're up in this tree and it's not big enough for two people. 
but we're sitting there huddling and like these cop cars are coming with flashlights and they even shined it on the tree that we were in and somehow they didn't see us. Um, but they circled the neighborhood maybe three or four times. We were up there for a while. It must've been like a half hour or so. And we're, we're balanced on these branches and we're trying not to be seen. So we're like in, we're contorted into these weird shapes and we're starting to get cramps and stuff. And then, uh, finally afterwards, uh, we didn't hear any more sirens. We didn't see any more police and no one was interviewed outside that we saw. So we got out and then, uh, we decided we were going to try and, uh, return <laughs> this little flatbed. And I don't, I don't think we, I think we just left it, uh, kind of like right on the end of his driveway. And then we ran off laughing. But like, to me that time, that, that was when I stopped going to church a lot and I started hanging out with more secular people, which I didn't get to do. And like, I always thought it was weird because by then I was going to a public high school and all these people were complaining like, oh, Larkin sucks. This high school sucks. And all I'm thinking is I can chew gum in class and I can drink like Fruitopia. That's great. Like, <laughs> you know, I went from wearing like Dockers slacks and like a shirt and like a dress shirt and a tie and we had strict haircut guidelines to like I can roll out of bed and whatever I want and just – learn that's great so yeah at that time was a very rebellious time and uh you know i'm still best friends with this guy today that's you know i mentioned i was going to go to his house uh, but we didn't because you know restrictions and stuff but uh yeah i mean he it, it was one of the funnest times we could have got arrested for that but we didn't and uh you know close calls <laughs> especially during stuff like halloween those are always like the funnest memories you know you mentioned like going up in a tree i specifically remember uh, one Halloween, there there used to be a tree right in front of our house. Um, eventually, they cut it down, which was weird. They cut it down and put two trees in its place. Like, I, yeah. I guess you couldn't just plant the other tree. Um, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how tree works, uh, how trees work. But my dad, who like, listen, if you look at me, you don't immediately think like, oh, this guy's a physical specimen. He's in the best shape of his life. Uh, this guy is a boxer. No, but you look at my father and yes, very much all those things apply to him. He's, uh, he's diabetic. So he's just always been going to the gym, you know, uh, what do you call it? Um, he, he's just always been working out, you know, my yeah. mom, she's like, as long as I've known him, he's always just been working out and stuff. So he's big and swole and I mean, he's he's a little older now. He just turned fifty this year, so yeah. he used to be more limber. Uh, and in this case, he hopped up in the tree. He wore like a gorilla mask, and as people would come by, he would jump out of the tree and scare them. Uh, it was a pretty big tree, you know. So yeah. in my head, in my head, my dad probably did this for hours upon hours. You know, I'm talking about Michael Heredia, looking hours yeah. upon hours. Uh, but much, yeah, but much like the actual thing, it was probably only 20 minutes, you know, but I just remember, yeah, I just remember like sitting on the porch with my cousins. I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, here comes my dad, here comes my dad. And he would just jump out and like, they were all our neighbors too. So it was like all in good fun. Um, you know, like nobody ever got shitty or anything. Um, but I just, I remember he stopped because the last, it was like the last time that he jumped a tree branch, just like cut like 
it, it gave him like a nasty cut on like the side of his leg and we didn't notice till he was like on the porch you know like talking and then i was just like oh dad like your sock and it was just like all this like pulled up blood and he didn't even feel it you know um so you had to stop that um i think right around the time i got like to that teenage age um it was very much just debauchery for me yeah you know i was very much like i i told the same story on uh, john cena's podcast um we were like in seventh grade and we went egging with the eighth graders you know which was like a big deal it was me uh my friend freddie my friend arturo and uh ivan you know i mentioned ivan before plenty of times he's engaged to my cousin elisa um you know my best friend so we were hanging out with the eighth graders and like even earlier in the night there was like some guy who bumped into one of the guys we were with and they destroyed this man with eggs like destroyed like you would have thought this man was thanos and everyone else we were with were the avengers was trying to smoke this dude like that's how bad he got it um but sure this was like shortly after that we're by this one school lene i don't know if any of you guys i know vivian if you're listening you went to lene but i don't know if anyone else in the chicago area knows about it so we were there we're just like on the corner and you see this like big black it was like a escalade maybe an expedition one of those bigger trucks and everyone's like, oh, come on, come on, pull your eggs up, pull your eggs up, we're going to fucking throw them. And so they're, like, pulling up, and then their windows go down, and they start throwing eggs, and then we start throwing eggs, and then you just hear cop sirens. And we're just like, oh, shit, and, like, three or four different cop cars just, like, pull up, and everyone goes running for it, and we're kind of just, like, scared, like, we don't know what to do. And then Freddy's like, dude, he's like, just drop your eggs, just drop them here, we'll come back for them. He said, just pretend you're just normal. Because there's so many. It's probably like 30 people. You know? So we we do just that. Me, Ivan, and Freddy just drop our stuff. We just pretend we're walking. Cops pay no attention to us. Conversely, Arturo uh, did not listen to us and go, mind you, he didn't have anything. But still goes fucking running for it. Goes, runs into like a park where they're playing softball like they stop the whole thing they fucking they they grab him he has nothing ask him why he was running and it was just like a whole thing it was like a story that like to this day we'll bring up where we're just like but why did you run we're like you didn't even have anything you know like he had no eggs nothing and so it's just like one of those things and there was a lot of memories like that too like especially once we started driving you know like i was yeah. the first one of all my friends to get like his driver's license so it was very much like one of those things like i remember uh one of my my car got egged and for the longest uh i was just like i can't drive on halloween i'm like i'm gonna get egged like i literally <laughs> the one time the one time got egged and i was just like can't do it it's like i'm gonna get fucking egged. and now you know what it felt like yeah exactly yeah now, now i knew what it felt like um but then shortly after that it's like we mentioned like halloween's out here just started to get like pretty shitty like yeah bad weather like i remember one time i with an ex we took her um her younger siblings and like her little cousins out trick-or-treating and like it was just raining like bad and not even bad it was just it was drizzling a lot to the point where like it just it was more frustrating like i rather i rather would have rained very hard for like 10 minutes and then gone away but yeah. this was very much just like you keep getting misted you're all wet you're in this like costume that's like it's not good material to begin with like just perfect storm for like getting sick 
which I did. I, I very much got sick afterwards. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's very weird, you know? And then like once Halloween parties start to like become a thing, uh, I remember this one party that I went to. So I, I mentioned, uh, to you, I don't know if I bet on the podcast or not. There was uh, an ex-girlfriend, we'll call her Lucy. Uh, Lucy, she and I, we wanted to, I think we talked about it on the podcast with Vinny. I don't care. I'll retell the story. Uh, she wanted to get matching costumes and it was super last minute. And there used to be a Halloween store right over here by pro wrestling tees. So we went there and there was just like, she was like, let's be sailors, which, oh, I'm, yeah. which I'm like, I don't care. Like, again, I, this, these are her friends. I don't give a fuck. Like just sure. Let's be sailors. Let's do that. Love. Um, her costumes, her costume, totally fine. They have that. For me, they had small and double XL. And this was when I was like thin. This was when I could fit into like a medium. And I was like, oh, I was like, no. So we're kind of just like walking around looking for whatever's left. Because at this point, it is just like the shitty costumes that nobody wants, you know? Limpkins, yeah. Yeah, just like the worst of the worst. And I'm like, fuck, I can't find anything. I'm like, hey, how about this? I was like, there's a nurse's outfit over here. There's a green wig. No, red wig. Cause like red wig, yeah. yeah, a red wig. Um, I was like, buy some fucking face makeup. I'll be the Joker as the nurse, you know? Yeah. Perfect. So we do that. We show up to this Halloween. And, like, it was, like, very intricate. Like, put so much time into it because putting, like, the white face paint. I, I, I was still, like, I'll grow a beard, so I'll keep this little patch of hair on my chinny-chin-chin. Should have fucking shaved it off. I look like an idiot. Um, <laughs> and we go to this Halloween party, and I'm just like, all right, cool, everyone's going to be in costumes. All the women were in costumes. <laughs> and then me. I show up in what's essentially drag, and I'm just like, fantastic. Awesome. I'm I'm glad. And it was just like very, like, very awkward. Like, I'm... I, I can I can be a social butterfly when need be, but like it was a lot of just like, oh here, do you wanna smoke some of this weed? No. What why not? I don't smoke weed, why don't you smoke weed? and it's just that conversation, you know? Yeah. You want something to drink? Like, do you have pop? No, but we have I'm just, cool, I don't want Svetka. I want some fucking I want a sprite. Or do you guys have a Coke? Um I wanna be refreshed. Yeah, right. I'm like I, I wanna be like refreshed. But yeah, it, it's yeah. That that's like probably one of those like oh this was really shitty. Um, but like so you have a daughter. What are like some of her early costumes? I remember even was it like a year or two ago where you were trying to put together like and like this Undertaker costume for her. And, yeah, you know it. It sounds like now, unfortunately, she's at the age where like she just doesn't give a fuck. Um, which hey. Well, yeah, I mean, that, listen, not necessarily too. She she's kind of into cosplay. Uh-huh. Um, so like all year round, she's do like she's been like fashioning like wigs and stuff for anime characters. But like, I don't know if it's too on the nose for Halloween, I guess, or maybe she might be just bummed out because of the COVID thing. But no, like her her very first costume was a penguin, so P for penguin. And then uh, she's been a pink Power Ranger. She's been, she's been Batman, not Batgirl. She's like she wanted to be Batman, so I was like, all right, cool. She's been Batman. Um, we did her up as uh, Marceline from uh, Adventure Time, which was like one of my favorite costumes she's ever worn. Yeah, you know, I did just see Annie post that. That was actually pretty fucking good. 
we we sat there, yeah, and like so, like Marceline. If you guys watch uh, Adventure Time, she has an a family axe that she turned into like a guitar, and so like we were going to like different Halloween stores to find different props to smash together to make a guitar axe. So we did that, and I you know spray painted it for her, and like, but I loved it. Like to me. Like I always picture Peyton as like my little Marceline, so like I don't I know it sounds maybe a little sexist or something, but she's always gonna be like my little girl. So uh, like, and we, and we were watching a lot of Adventure Time, and like we would break out into a lot of Marceline songs just hanging out. So like it was a very I want to say it's like a, it was like a sentimental costume to me for her, but um, no, she she's uh, she's always done a lot of like cool. Halloween costumes and she very much gets that from uh, my wife who loves to dress up for Halloween so she had a really awesome Beetlejuice I saw it I was just like oh shit yeah well and that's the thing like we were gonna go to you know my friend's party and then we decided last minute that we shouldn't and then she's like oh I can't I can't do Beetlejuice I'm like yeah I do Beetlejuice and like uh, my stepson's girlfriend who does uh, hair and makeup said oh yeah I'll help you with it so uh yeah we sat there she she sprayed the shirt herself with the stripes and um yeah like halloween to me has always been near and dear it's kind of like um you know when people see the appear uh the appeal of like dia de los muertos you know it's just like it's fun to be able to celebrate and then also be a little macabre Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's not scary, but like you know, it's supposed to kind of be scary. I don't know. There's this weird gray area where what's supposed to be scary becomes fun and vice versa. And, you know, especially at the, sh- you know, at Pro Wrestling Tees where we work, because we are the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees, like Halloween tends to be a fairly big deal, especially with our boss. Um, Every year is like a mystery. What is he going to be? And he, it's a closely guarded secret. And he normally goes all out. Yeah, it's uh, what was it? This year he was. Um, I'll, I'll pull up the picture actually because he posted like an amalgam picture of everything that he's done. Like I remember yeah. him coming up with these extravagant costumes even before like I worked there. Um, so this year he was uh, Vader. The year yeah. before that, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. The year before that, uh, on the Jericho Cruise, he was Ted DiBiase, which probably, like, the best one he's done. You know? Oh, that's so good. The amount he spent on that wig alone, just... Yeah. He did uh, Roto Warrior Animal, Razor Ramon, um, Papa Shango, which is one that I actually really love as well. Yeah, I um, love the Papa Shango one. Yeah, uh, Macho Man, and then Gold Dust. Like, for someone who doesn't like wrestling, admittedly... <laughs> uh, you know, very fucking creative when it comes to these. And I think that's always fun. My favorite, my favorite thing with Halloween is just how creative people can get. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's, there's also that like, uh, when you don't have a lot, you know, like what is it like a uh, necessity is the mother of invention. Is that the, is that the right phrasing? Um, yeah, yeah very much so because, like one of the fun things is just like I mean even like with that Joker costume put together, there wasn't a Joker nurse outfit, but it was just like all right, what do I have available to me? What can I? Oh right. okay, you know like um, speaking of like idle hands, I saw like a lot of idle hand costumes, and I was just like oh, 
that would have been the easiest fucking thing to put together. Um, like I watched Donnie Darko last night and I've always, I don't know why I've never done it, but I've always been like, oh, that would be the easiest costume to put together. It's one of those skeleton outfits and then a gray sweater over it. Mm-hmm. Easy. The easiest fucking thing, you know? And there is like a beauty to like simple costumes like that. Like I very much admire people who go all out these like extravagant costumes and you're just like, Jesus, like how much time did you put into that? but by that same sentiment it it is also like when you do something simple that it's just like oh fuck yeah that's also really cool yeah like i like seeing those so like there's one end of the spectrum which is ryan who will go all out he'll get seamstresses to make like pretty accurate gear and then they always i always see like videos of this on youtube or you'll see it on tiktok there'll be people making like real low budget costumes out of like fly swatters and toilet paper rolls and stuff (laughs) they'll get like the profile and the color blocking but it's made out of like you know they'll put like a spaghetti colander on their head for something's like oh wow you did you did it so yeah i mean halloween is a time for creativity for fun and oh speaking of creativity and fun and we were talking about you know michael hours and hours heredia what was it it was on friday night i'm playing call of duty which i i always play call of duty on friday night and all of a sudden, my phone just starts buzzing, <laughs> and I'd been added to a group text with everyone from work, and we're just we're kind of dogging people for costumes and stuff. And then <laughs> Michael posts this memory picture of him. He says, <laughs> "He says, hey, this is back when I was cool," <laughs> and it's him as it like he's emceeing a party. Now we give him a lot of shit. There was a time when he was very cool, I'm sure. Mike, listen, no, I I know from 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 hearsay from people that I know who are cool. Like Michael <laughs> used to be a like a big time hotshot DJ in Chicago, DJ yep. MIC. Like people knew who he was. A juke legend. Yeah, juke legend MIC. Like he, he he listen, he is still a big deal to me. I love the guy, but like yeah. he was like a fucking big time Chicago DJ. Yeah, but like in this picture, it's it's a packed crowd. Uh, during a Halloween party, and I don't know. I think he's supposed to be like Mickey Mouse or something, but he's he's got the shiniest red pants on <laughs> and like a three ring circus like tuxedo jacket, and he just looks so happy. <laughs> and so, like I commented on it, and my wife's like, "Why do you keep making fun of him?" I was like, "I'm not. I'm literally saying, look how happy he looks. He was living his dream." And so, eh, shout out to Michael. Yeah, shout out to, shout out to shiny the, red pants shiny red pants michael uh yeah so i guess just as we sort of wind down here um we'll kind of finish it off with you know it's halloween season i know i've been watching i've been watching horror movies like it was the last like two or three days this is pretty much the last like three days that i was like really depressed that i was like i'm not watching yeah. like, i'm not watching halloween movies i'm gonna watch blue valentine instead and <laughs> woe is me and i want to be sad but um what would you say like you could kind of pinpoint now because like i like pretty much this list of like halloween movies i'm like oh okay like if i had to only watch these during the holiday season i'd be okay with it because like these are all fun halloween movies that i really love like is there a specific one that you could pinpoint to as like oh this is my favorite of uh the halloween movies oh i see when it comes to like holiday movies, I'm more of a like a Christmas movie guy. But if I had to say, and I, I would say this is probably not necessarily a Halloween movie, but like Beetlejuice, we watched that last night. 
Um, I, I would say daughter, I would say it's a Halloween movie. Yeah, uh, my daughter can't get into it for some reason. Like, <laughs> like when she was very young, we tried to get her to watch it, and like the first time they step out the door and like sandworms start hitting, she's like, "Uh, uh-uh, I'm not watching this. This is too scary." She must have been like four or five at the time. And then I tried to get her to watch it uh, last night, and she was just like, "Can I go now?" I'm like, "Oh, all right." <laughs> you know, it, it must be too far gone and, and ancient looking to her. But um, yeah, I'd say probably Beetlejuice. Um, the actual, you know, John Carpenter's Halloween always comes to mind. Um, big fan of, you know, especially like the first one. It doesn't really get much better than that. Um, just having Michael Myers, the shape being the personification of evil. Um, and there's something about that soundtrack too, that like the real synth heavy, you know, everything about the soundtrack just embodies Halloween for me. Um, and then uh, this is kind of a twofer. Uh, you got the nightmare before Christmas, which is a Halloween Christmas movie. So yeah, if I had to go that, that'd probably be my top three go-tos for Halloween. How about you? I feel like definitely after a discussion, um, which I don't, I don't think it was the case prior, but I it definitely post uh, the the interview that we did with Vinny. I definitely got to throw Idle Hands in there because even though yeah. even though it's only been in my life for you know like a little bit, uh, there's just something about it. You know, like it's made an impact. It's made an impact, and like the the like nostalgia the nostalgia that it just kind of brings back of like that era you know when like Mm -hmm. oh i would have been like seven eight years old at the time but like i just i have this like romance this like romanticization of that era just because it's like i don't you know it was like it was pre uh like pre-internet before it really became a thing or whatever um and just I don't know. It was like it was modern enough, but not like too like back in my day. Uh, you know, yeah. it was like that nice sweet spot. So definitely, Idle Hands Plus is just like it's just fun. Like it's it's yeah. dumb. You don't have to pay attention. You can pretty much put it on whenever, um, and it's like it's good. I definitely think like uh, which I kind of feel the same way about like QB Halloween, which I don't I don't I don't know if I want to throw in here yet. Um, cause I, I really only watched it the one time, but it's also, it's right. very much in that same vein of just like, just a fun Halloween movie that you don't have to take Silly serious. Fun. Yeah. Because yeah. like, listen, another one that I would add on the list is probably would be like, again, that when Halloween time comes around is like, it's the shining and it's not even a Halloween movie per se, you know? Right. Or, but it gives you those spooky vibes though. Exactly. Cause one of the things is just, I've seen it umpteenth times by now. But just every time you watch The Shining, and it's like, that would be a terrifying thing. Me, my me, my wife, and my son stuck in this giant fucking like hotel just yeah to watch like that is creepy. And then the fact that like someone was murdered here and like just the whole thing about it. You know, I'm not a big like I'm scared to be alone guy. But to just be like I've been to hotels like I don't know about you so like sometimes like if I if I stay at a hotel and like for whatever reason I got to get up like um up early or like um like really late at night it's just like walking down the halls it's just very like creepy yeah you know? and like I specifically remember um 
I took a road trip. It was me, an ex-girlfriend, and then my buddy Anthony and Tanya. And we went to we went to Ohio, we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Or no, we went to Philly. On the way back, we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But when we were in Philly, we were in like bumblefuck Philly. We got some like random hotel that it literally looked like the Overlook. And our rooms weren't anywhere near each other. Like for some reason, they were like, oh, okay, you're on uh, you know the fourth floor and you're on the fucking second floor or whatever the case was like just very far right. apart so we would have to walk to to go to their hotel room and just like walking it was very they had like glass windows for there's like a little bridge connecting both buildings so it was like separated and then walking across that fucking thing it's like in the middle of nowhere there's a forest and you're just like oh no like i'm not a, like this is fucking creepy just having to walk through the fucking thing and then even like the rest of the hotel is just like very just like creepy and ominous and it's like oh um so definitely the shining and i i i wanted to be like i wanted to say devil's rejects but that's just something that i watch frequently you know that's more of like yeah. a comfort movie so i definitely <laughs> i definitely think I, i'm gonna have to go with scream because like how impactful that movie is like how that movie like reinvigorates the horror genre you right. Know, if it's not for Scream, then you don't get. I at least I feel like the level of like scrutiny that some people put in these films. You know, like they try really hard now to to make them good films, and I I think it partly has to do with this movie that called it called all their movies out on their bullshit. You know about how like they didn't really take it that serious and you know like they call out all the tropes and stuff like that. I very much. I very much appreciate that movie for having done that because like, again, for a certain while it was just the same old shit, you know, like how many Freddy sequels did we get? How many Jason sequels did we get? And how, how much of the same were they all? It was all the same shit, you know, like they, they didn't really try. It was really like recycled, but I feel specifically with that movie that like post scream and I don't know how much the the scream sequels like hold up. Like I recently, I watched the second one and the second one was fine. Uh, the third one I couldn't find streaming anywhere, which I wanted to watch it cause it had Jane and Bob in it. Uh, but I started watching the fourth one that came out 2011. It was not good. Like it just, you know, and they're filming a new one. They, they currently in the midst of, of filming a new one. Um, so that's kind of like cool, kind of exciting, but yeah, I, I definitely, so I guess if I had to make that list, it'd be, uh, what did I say, The Shining, Scream, and Idle Hands, like, three movies that I think hold up, you know, even, like, especially, like you can watch Scream and be like, why isn't she on her cell phone? Right. And it's like, well, they didn't, like, you know, right. Billy has a cell phone, and they're like, why do you have a cell phone? Like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Why does he have a cellular phone? when it's like it's just it's the norm to us but again like in that era it was like why would you have this you know yeah like what are you a fucking cop are you a narc or something like what's <laughs> going on um so very much change you know very fun very very much enjoyable um yeah but yeah that that's sort of been our halloween it's a very covid halloween very weird halloween uh yeah. hopefully everyone puts on their masks and come next year it can be more of a traditional halloween uh because there, there is, uh, there's like, I don't know. It's just something about going out and seeing people trick or treating and stuff. 
whether whether or not you participate in it it's just i don't know it's just it's fun you know yeah um yeah it's just it's a time to let loose and it's it's also it's one of those rare holidays that like people think are for kids but also like adults almost as much they cut loose and have fun you know what i mean in the same way like you just feel a big kid when you're an adult and there's not too many holidays where you can participate in that same way so um yeah i mean if we're having a covid halloween 2021 i i don't know i don't know what i'm gonna do because this is gonna be insane yeah um before we get out of here really quick i just wanted to uh i i don't want to say uh broken breaking news i guess because it's not really confirmed 100 percent yet but uh apparently it was leaked that there will be a uh two piece or, or two pop funko pop pack for this upcoming wandavision show featuring vision and quicksilver Ooh. again not confirmed but also i know we talked about it then but uh aaron taylor johnson who played uh quicksilver in the mcu he's not like he hasn't been announced they might just be keeping it low-key um but evan peters who played the uh quicksilver in the marvel movies he's in there and i don't believe they announced who he was so with all this multiverse shit it it might be evan peters quicksilver they might bring back Aaron Taylor Johnson or maybe it's just someone fucking around, but like there's definitely some sort of Funko thing for that. Um, exciting, exciting. I just They're want, really doing it. I just, want the, <laughs> I just want the goddamn show to come out already. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll end that out on that. Thank you everyone who stuck around and listened. Um, we got some fun episodes lined up. We're just getting to, to sit down and actually record, record the dang things, but uh, happy Halloween, everyone. Uh, Day of the dead, actually. Happy Day of the Dead. Or no, that is today. Happy November 2nd. Oh, Ryan's birthday. Right? Oh. November 2nd. Oh, yeah. I, oh, man, I haven't gotten the confirmation. So I, I, I guess I'll talk about it on here because I don't think it's ever actually going to happen because I didn't get it back. But uh, I requested a, a cameo from uh, Gator, Gator, from uh, Dave. Yeah. I've not heard back, so I don't know if it's happening. Uh oh, oh. But if it does, I'll post it so you guys can all see. Just a quick like birthday shout out for him. Um, but yeah, November second is his birthday, right? I'm not tweaking. I believe it is November second. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, uh, make sure you guys all wish uh, Ryan Barkin a very happy birthday. He's a wonderful person. He's a wonderful boss. Uh, and without him, none of us would be here. <laughs> and on top of that, if it wasn't for Rick Barkin and his sperm, none of this would have happened either. So exactly. So. Uh, for the PWT cast, you guys, I've been Scrump. And this is Stank. And this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so, I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang.